This episode is sponsored by our friends at Fujifilm North America. Their X-Series digital cameras and lenses may just give you that creative edge you're looking for in your portraits and events. You'll find everything from 40 megapixel image quality to 40 frames per second bursts, plus unique in-camera film simulation modes and effortless usability. Click the link in the episode description to find the full range. There has never been a better time to invest in your passion, so make sure to click the link. Hey there, it's Nikki Klosser, and I want to let you know about an awesome free giveaway for people on our email list. If you haven't already, click the link in our podcast description or go to theportraitsystem.com slash sign up to get on the list. If you sign up, you'll get a free posing 101 PDF to jumpstart things. It's an epic PDF, so you'll definitely want to get this. Also, just by being in our email community, you'll get deals, sales, and information about any of our upcoming events and activities. So head over to theportraitsystem.com slash sign up and sign up today. You're listening to the Portrait System Podcast. I like to say photography found me because it did, and it it is what changed everything. Like, it's what showed me that I can be strong and I can be in the public eye if I want to, and I can speak my truth, and I can make money, and I can photograph women, and they pay me for it, and it's amazing. Like, it's been such a great ride. This is the Portrait System Podcast, a show that helps portrait photographers and people hoping to become one navigate the world of photography, business, money, and so much more. We totally keep it real. We share stories about the incredible ups and the very difficult downs when running a photography business. I'm your host, Nikki Klosser, and the point of this podcast is for you to learn actionable steps that you can take to grow your own business and also to feel inspired and empowered by the stories you hear. Today's guest is Damali Shepard, and she is such an incredible person to chat with. Not only is she just a great conversationalist in general, but she gave some really terrific business advice. Damali shares with us specific things she does to be the photographer people want to book in the saturated market of New York City. She grew her business rather quickly and went from $50 photo shoots to a starting price of $6,500 per shoot. And she also talks about how she includes personal styling in her $15,000 VIP package. Damali's specialty is personal branding, particularly with BIPOC folks, and she has created just such a beautiful business and a beautiful portfolio, and I'm so, so excited to introduce you to her. Okay, here she is, Damali Shepard. Hi, Damali. Welcome to The Portrait System. How are you? I'm so good. Thank you for having me, Nikki. I'm so excited to have you here, and I know I just said this to you when we were just doing tech stuff, but you have such a great voice, which I'm really excited about. (laughs) I'm so flattered by that. I give good voice. I appreciate that. (laughs) (laughs) It's awesome. Okay, so before we get started with your story and just what you want to teach everyone, can you just give a little bit of a summary? First, where are you located? And second, what do you focus on most in your portrait business? That is an awesome question. So I am from Queens, New York. I shoot in Brooklyn and I focus on portraits and personal branding. And what I've done is kind of follow what Sue's always said. And I push my portraits to my personal branding clients. So my personal branding clients come to me now for a more editorial fashion like portraiture for their brand. So it's kind of just portraits, but they kind of get to write it off and they love doing that. And it's very fun for me, too. Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. And I love, love, love your branding work. You just, it's almost like a, like, like you said, like there's a fashion influence. It's just like a fresh take on, on personal branding. I really love it. Thank you. I appreciate that. Okay. So 
I guess my question for you then is, has, have you always been a photographer? Because, well, okay, so I did see on your website, it's only been like four years, right? Yeah, this is year five. It'll be five years this summer. So that is really exciting and fun. And like three years of me taking it really, really, really seriously. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. That surprised me when I saw that. That, because I was thinking that you have, are just someone who's been doing this for decades. Like, you just Aww. really come off as... And that's not to say that we can't achieve a lot in three or four years, because I did as well. There are so many people who are, like, killing it just after a year or two. So I'm not trying to downplay it. But there's something about your confidence and the way that you are as a photographer that I would have assumed you've been doing this for a long time. Thank you. I think, well, I, I really attribute a lot of it to finding Sue and all of you got wonderful folks like early on in my journey. So SBE was the very first photography education that I purchased. Oh, okay. So right from the beginning, like, I, I think I bought a, like a book before, but it was like, you know, when I really decided that I wanted to work with women and I really wanted to figure out what portraits were like and someone was like, hey, check out this Sue Bryce lady. You kind of had me from the hook. So I've been learning my camera game and lighting and leveling up kind of just like SBE did over the last few years. And I attribute most of that growth to just hitting it hard and being really deep in the coursework. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it really is amazing education. And when you can find an instructor that you relate to, it's so priceless. And and I try to tell people that like it doesn't I know I'm obviously team Sue Bryce. Like I have learned so an immense amount from her, but there are different ex- instructors that will speak to you. And it's just finding mm-hmm. an instructor and a mentor who who their personality or what they teach, you know, just something that resonates with you. And and I think it's super important. Absolutely. I think, you know, like in prepping for this, I was like, well, what do I really think about my journey? And I think that Sue really called to me because she teaches portraiture and business, but she teaches it in this way where like you're kind of healing yourself at the same time. And so that's exactly what it did for me. Like I, you know, people don't believe me, but like five years ago for me to be showing up online and talking about personal things and, um, and photographing and sharing my work, right? Like you could not have paid me. (laughs) Well, maybe, but you know, it definitely wasn't something that I felt great about. And SBE, like just listening to the way that Sue teaches and it kind of calls you forward. And I needed that in that moment. So it's like that personal journey kind of aligned directly with my professional journey. And that that's been really awesome. I love that you shared that. And, And I think that it almost, I feel like being an entrepreneur is such a mindfuck in so many ways that being on that kind of personal journey along with learning business, it just coincides so well together. And it just, I feel like people who are who are embracing both of those parts of all of this often can like see more success more quickly when you're addressing everything, do you think? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like, it's one thing to want to figure out how to do your camera settings. But then for me, it was like, okay, but you're really afraid of like being seen. And Mm -hmm. you're terrified of like, for me, I also was afraid of taking photos before all this started. And photography helped me figure out myself. Like, it really is a journey on both sides. So I think I was personally ready to change my life. And I like to say photography found me because it did. And it, it is what changed everything. Like, it's what showed me that I can be strong and I can be in the public eye if I want to. And I can speak my truth and I can make money and I can photograph women and they pay me for it. And it's amazing. Like, it's been such a great ride. 
Oh, that resonates so much with me. And I'm sure with so many of our listeners, it's like people get to the point, like you said, it's not just about, it's not just about switching careers or whatever it is. It really is about changing your life and just designing a life that you really enjoy and love. That's exactly what it was for me. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about that then. What were you doing before? Sure. I was in HR for a tech company before I went full-time into my photography. And I was just unhappy, like like everyone mm-hmm. else's story. I At the time, I was 29, so I would just let y'all clock my age. I was 29, and I just felt really depressed and overwhelmed. And it's really because, it sounds really cliche, but I always had this feeling that I was meant to do more with my life. And clocking into that nine to five and dealing with people that I didn't like did not feel aligned with that vision for myself. And I just, (laughs) I got so fed up that I was like, fuck it. You know what? Let's just figure out how to start a business. And I went to school for TV and radio in communication arts. And my uncle had gifted me a Nikon, ah, like a kit, a kit Nikon for graduation. And okay. I never touched it. I never touched it because I was still on the producing end when I when I was in school. Like I wanted to be Shonda Rhimes or Ava DuVernay. And so we were going to Bali and I was like, you know what? Like in, in researching Bali, I was like, wait a second, people get paid to be on YouTube and take videos? Like I could, I know my camera. I went to school for this. And, and from there, I was just like, okay, okay, I'm not going to be a YouTube vlogger because it's much harder than I thought it was. But <laughs> I did realize that I wanted to focus on women and that relationship between them and the camera because I hated myself in the photos in that moment. I did not like it. And then when I would take my sisters out, like it would be the same thing. So I got really curious, like, what the hell is up with this? And that just took me on the photography path, which is what made finding Subrise super aligned. Wow. Wow. Okay. So then, I mean, obviously you had this like, other career happening, whatever. At what point did you quit all of that and start making money with photography? Okay, so I'm a jumper before it all aligns. So everyone <laughs> has really great advice where they're like, make sure you have money saved and all. That's awesome. Do that. <laughs> but I'm kind of like a big thinker, big jumper. So I, Same. it was like my three-year anniversary at this job. By the way, fabulous job with great benefits and all the good things, right? But I was just super unhappy there. So here is the, the fun part about this story for me is my first year of photography, So I spent a lot of time practicing first, right? And just doing a bunch of free shoots. And then I graduated to charging $50 a photo, which was so hard for me at that time. Like literally the hardest thing I did. And then like I, you know, did the 12-week workup. I didn't finish it, but I took what I needed to take. And and I had my first client who I set my prices to and she booked it. And I had a $1,500 sale. And then... Nice. Sorry, I just got really excited. <laughs> no, no, that, that's awesome. But guess what I did? I stopped photographing people for the rest of the year. Oh, wow. Okay, this is so not what I was expecting you what to you're say. What you expecting, right? However, yeah. It's, it's, I know, it's a detour. I literally, like, it freaked me out so much that I found so many excuses around, like, well, why I shouldn't be shooting. And a year later, I was like, oh, like, I had that sale. And it scared me so much that, like, what I wanted was possible 
and I didn't feel ready for it, that I totally mm-hmm. shut it down. And that's like literally wow. what I did. It was wow. it was really nuts. So I kind of like dealt with that. I also worked one-on-one with a life coach, which was super helpful. And they kind of helped pull me back in. And then I dug back into the coursework and I made $19,000 the year after that. And then in 2020, I made almost 60000 And then Fantastic. in 2021, I made 140000 Wow. Tamale, that's incredible. I mean, Thank that's a you. really, a really impressive journey. I want to back up just a little bit because you said sure. a lot of important things in there. So you you mentioned you went through the twelve week course, and just for people who are listening who might not have any idea what we're talking about, that's actually we call it the ninety day challenge. Now it used to be called the twelve week startup. Now we switched it to ninety days challenge. Oh. So that is on the website. Like if you're a member, you get access to the ninety day challenge. So that's what you're referring to, right? I just want to make yes, sure. yes, yeah, okay. yes, yes. It was that. Yep. Okay. And then it's just, it's crazy how you can get that one big sale and then, and then stop. Like, is that at at the top? Okay. I shouldn't say it's crazy because we all have our own path. It's a little, it's a, it's a little out there. I think, I I think it was really scary. I, I didn't recognize it as that. Like in the moment, my thought wasn't, oh, I'm done shooting, but I just like literally like shut down talking about it. Like I had been starting to talk about it and I stopped mm-hmm. talking about it. And I just, I was so afraid that one, that woman was going to call me and want her money back because yes, she yes. hated everything that we created actually and, and like doesn't give a crap about her wall art. Um, and, then, and, and, and I just, I don't know, I was just so afraid of doing it again. So I just stopped. It was really mm-hmm. interesting. Well, I'm really glad that you brought this up because I think, well, I know that a lot of us have issues receiving money from people. Yes. You know, even though this woman chose to pay you, it's not like you held her down and stole her purse. Like she chose to book you knowing your prices, booked you, paid you. And yet somehow we still have this, this just, I don't even know, this feeling. Unworthiness? Yes. Guilt. All of it. It's wild. Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely unworthiness. I still felt like what I did did not equate to $1,500. Like, mm-hmm. and it now in retrospect, like, hell yes. Even though I don't, I didn't, you know, I don't love that work, right? Like my first shoots, those are pretty terrible now and <laughs> to my standard. But for her, it was the best photo she had ever had of herself and she loved them and she spent money on them. And I made that a bad thing at the time. It was really yeah. strange. How did you, I know you said you had a life coach and yeah. You know, but for like, because I know there are so many people listening who can who can one hundred percent relate. And I remember feeling the exact same way. It was like I'd break out into cold sweats anytime I had to talk about pricing or take money from people. I found myself giving things away, even though they had already agreed to the price. And I'm like, oh, but you can also have this. And they're like, wow, totally. Yes. You know, it's just like, how did you work through it? <sighs> I'm sorry. This is a really tough. I know it's like a loaded question. <laughs> okay, I think that. Well, first of all, the group is the thing that always makes me come back to it because while I would have loved to continue to hide and just keep my day job, when you show up in the Facebook group and you see like Felicia Reed killing mm-hmm, it and killing all it. of these other like um, Bethany and everyone, like all the mentors, right? At this time, it's like three years. So we're hearing about like all the mentors' success at that time. And I was just like, shit, it's possible. I live in New York. Like it's, it's possible in these tiny towns. And I live in one of the biggest cities in the world. And like, so I would always like, even when I wanted to recoil, 
while, going into the group would be like, well, they're doing it to Molly. What the hell are you doing? Like, what are, what are you doing mm-hmm. with yourself? So mm-hmm. I, there would always be that dialogue of like, I know that I want to do it, which is why I kept paying for the membership um, and why I stayed in the group. And just like, you know, the constant reminder that it's possible, it's possible. It was like, all right, we're going to continue to open up and keep pushing ourselves out there. And even though it hurts and it sometimes physically hurt, like, I don't know how the mm-hmm. brain does that, but sometimes it physically hurts. Um, I knew that I had to in order to get what I really, really wanted, which is like the freedom I've been able to create now. Yeah. Yeah. So after you did that, I know you said for the rest of the year, you stopped shooting, you got a life coach, you kind of got back on track. Yeah. Take us from there. Like, did you just go out and get a studio? Did you, were you consistently booking at that point? You know, tell us a little bit about that. Sure. Yeah. So, okay. I quit my job in 2019 in the summer, right before the Portrait Masters. So that was fun. I went and I met a great community there. Some really awesome girlfriends who uh, were still super close to this day. So I had some personal support, right? In the form of that, I was able to, I had like three months rent saved. I'm not going to say I had $0 saved. I had three months rent saved up, but that still wasn't much, right? Like leaving when I chose to leave, it could have been much more, but it was that moment where I was like, it's time to fucking do it, right? Like, let's just, Uh let, let, let's just really do it. So quit my job, um, started to market myself more and then went to TPM, came back from TPM, started booking folks. I, I did a 40 over 40. I started a 40 over 40 and that really helped with confidence and pulling folks in. And then 2020 hit and I had to cancel almost everything in February because New York was one of the early right. big hits to experience COVID. And that devastated me (laughs) again. Another, like, you know, before I stopped myself and this time the world stopped me. And that was really, really difficult to deal with at the time, like having to cancel these shoots that I had worked so hard to book. I thought about quitting there during the, during the hiatus. I'll be totally upfront. I had to collect unemployment, right, to get myself through those months. And I'm really grateful that New York extended it to contractors, which so I qualified. And then summer came, people started to book again. And I picked myself up and I targeted that's what that's when I made the shift to personal branding, mostly. I engaged in a bunch of online groups and then the booking started to flow from there. So that's how I ended the year with that almost 60K. Most of that happened in like the last five months of the year, just because the the other seven months, (laughs) New York was shut down. Right. Oh, gosh. It's, it's, yeah. And the fact that you were like really just started your, starting your business during the pandemic, like really getting it going is, oh my gosh. But you found a way. It sounds like, okay, so you you talked about marketing yourself and joining groups and that sort of thing. Tell us a little bit about that. Absolutely. So I, you know, there's a big emphasis, excuse me, there's a big emphasis on in-person networking, which is amazing. But for me as a millennial, um, as someone who just loves to be on her phone, I decided (laughs) to figure out where my ideal clients were. And so I started to engage in groups like business groups where personally they were for me too because I love learning from other industries on what they're doing and it helps me tweak things specifically to myself. It's something that I really enjoy doing. But also it's easy to be around entrepreneurs because they need photos and they love what I do. So that's really how I built my business. There's like two groups in particular that I joined and I would show up there authentically, not really pitching, but just like helping others and being myself. And then people would just click on my bubble 
look at my work and be like, oh shit, you're a photographer, you're a really great photographer. Like I need photos. And from there, like friending a lot of those folks, bringing them into my world, following them on Instagram, like it, it was, it, it started to allow them to see me consistently. And even though I know everyone thinks that like personal branding folks, like they're ready to throw lots of money at you. That's not necessarily always the case. Like some folks totally. love shoot and burn. I was able to build the value of what I do, how I do it, because what I do is different from some personal branding photographers, right? Like I'm still doing the SBE way of consult and a full day of photo shoot with hair and makeup and a reveal. And a lot of my clients have never experienced that. They're like, wait, you don't just like give me a gallery? And I'm like, nope, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> not today. <laughs> so I, you know, I, I was able to educate them using my marketing and really build the value of what I do to them. And then they just like start to book. So I have this stream of this group of women that I started on two years ago that just keep referrals flowing in. It is not as um, as like saturated as I wanted to be for myself. That's me being a little bit of a perfectionist, but I'm continuously booking, right? So I've, I've been able to pay myself and pay myself well so far. So that is that is the win. That's fantastic. I have so many questions for you. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> one thing you said that really stands out is that you nurtured these relationships. It wasn't like you just show up to these meetings and you give your pitch and you talk about yourself and that's it. Like you are finding them on social media, paying attention to them, being top of mind. And I know I say this a lot. If, if, if For people who listen a lot, I'm super sorry that I, I'm always repetitive about this, but it's just so, so important to not expect to go into one meeting and book 10 shoots. It takes yeah. time. It takes time for people to trust you. We are reinventing the way that photography works. Like, yeah. you know, the shoot and burn type situation where it was a hundred bucks, 150 bucks. A lot of people are still used to that. And it does take some time to show them that, you know what, we're doing things a little bit differently now. So, and some people right away will be like, hell yeah, sign me up. But yeah. it does take time to show people that, you know, you're a full service yep. type experience. And, so it's not, yeah, so it does, it does, it takes time and it takes work and it takes nurturing. It does. It takes a lot of nurturing. And I think like there are amazing folks who are like, like I literally had someone, I had a client, this is a 10K client, by the way, and she friended me on Facebook. No, I randomly friended her because sometimes I will um, look at the business folks who I'm friends with and I will friend their friends because we they Smart. know each other and there's like a point of reference. And I friended her. She accepted the friend request. She messaged me and she said, hi, oh my God, your work is beautiful. And I thought she was just being friendly. And I was like, oh my God, thank you. That's so wonderful. Gonna go check you out too. And then she's like, no, 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 wait where are your packages? And then the next day she booked my 10K package, right? Oh so gosh, awesome. is there there are those awesome clients that happens every once in a while that they're just ready for you. And then there are the folks who will need, will need to watch you for two whole years. I just, I literally just shot a session with a, a wonderful woman who had been in my orbit for the last two years. And she's just been building her own confidence about wanting to spend that much money with me. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. There are those. It's like there's two different types of clients. The yeah. yes, I'm ready now and the no and then two years later. Like my last client that I just had, Jessica, she, I think she first contacted me a year and a half ago. Mm -hmm. And we finally just did it because she finally was like, okay, fine, I'm ready. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, sometimes it just takes time and that's okay. Yeah. Okay. So I know that you specifically photograph like specialize in BIPOC folks. So is there anything special that you bring to your marketing 
Yes and no. I feel like I show... I show black women and people of color in general because I'm a mm-hmm. black woman. And that was really representation is just so, so, so important to me. So as a black woman, it, it would feel like all hell to not want to include that in my portfolio. And I kind of flipped it because when I started photography and I was having conversations with like some models and like, you know, like fashion people, right? There was these terrible stories about how like, you know, if you really want to make it, how you have to stop photographing Black folks because, you know, no one wants to see that in your portfolio and XYZ. And this is more fashion, not necessarily portfolio stuff. It was like, it was like New York fashion talk, right? And I was just like, like, just kill me now. Uh, Super gross. And so I was like, okay, well, if that's what it is, I'm going to only show women of color in my marketing. And honestly, it's it's most of my marketing. On Facebook, I show everyone. But for me, it's really important that my Instagram and website only feature women of color. And that's because I want the women like myself who are so desperately searching to see themselves to Mm -hmm. be able to find that in my work because that's what I really needed when I was growing up and and when I was a little kid um and I it just feels super like we don't always get that chance you know what I mean so since it's my business and I get to run things the way that I want to I want my clients to know that that they're my priority and they are while I work with everyone and I absolutely love working with everyone the women that look like me are absolutely my priority Yeah, and they should be. Absolutely. And, you know, it all comes down to also showing who we want to photograph. And this is incredibly important. And, you know, when when you scroll through your work, I see just remarkably beautiful women of color. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You've done such an amazing job of, of being what you were told you you know, oh, it, it, you can't do this or whatever. Like, it's right. Yeah. Yeah, there's sometimes a stigma, especially around folks of color, where it's like, well, Black folks don't want to pay that. <laughs> like, like, that's what my uncle told me, right? Like, when my family said, oh, no, boy. don't quit your job, they were like, but who's going to pay that? And that's a personal feeling, right? Like, what, mm-hmm. you know, he, that, that was his feeling. Now I've obviously proven him wrong. And he's happy that I, that I was able to prove him wrong. But, you know, there's this thing where you're almost afraid that if you target that, that you won't be paid what other demographics can pay you. And it's just mm-hmm. not... It's not true. Black women helped me build my business and I'm so grateful for their never-ending support. And also something special for me happens when I show women of color, which is that the white women that I do work with are so like accepting and loving and just more of the types of folks that I would prefer to work with versus intolerant folks, or I'll just say it, racist people. Um, mm-hmm. So it, it kind of like, it just creates a standard for who I am. When you look at that work, you're like, oh, this this girl cares about diversity, right? And you should probably too, if you want to work with her. And I'm yeah. really proud of that. Yeah, you should be. Well, and I noticed too on your website, two things. I want to talk about how you write on your website, but I also want to talk about how what I saw is that your packages start at 2100. Is that right? Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, sorry. My packages start at 6500 now. 6500. This, this is new, and like talking about this is so the, the universe is testing me right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you heard it here first, folks. It's uh, 6500. I was like, 2100 is amazing, you know, is is an incredible 
like starting pa- package. Yeah. Be at 6500 is, I love it. I want to hear more. <sighs> okay. So I went to package only pricing in 2020 and I started at $3,600. And then I've been up leveling those sessions and the way that I work ever since. So last year I was at $4,500 and this year my new pricing starts at $6,500. So that is where packages begin to work with me. And there's a few reasons for that. Like my clients get stylist attention, they get wardrobe access, which I know is a lot of the things that we all do, but I value it. <laughs> like, mm-hmm, like when mm-hmm. I say that you get to work with my stylist, I really value it and I value the team that I work with. So when I say that number, it's not like, you know, we are all business owners, right? I'm not taking home $6,500, right? I pay my team really sure. well for the package that, for the experience that we create for them, which helps them to show up happy and engaged and ready to go. Um, and I also pay myself well. And I just set the standard for myself that's like, if you're going to engage me for a day, which is more like three days, right? Because we're yeah. prepping on the day before and we have to detox the day after and we're on a kickoff call and we're like coaching them. I just like literally value every part of what I do. So now we're at 6,500 and folks know that and I'm still getting inquiries. So it's definitely, I'm a rebel if you can't tell Nikki. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, tell us about this. Tell us about your whole service and what you provide. You know, so if I were to book you at 6,500, knowing that out of my pocket, initially I'm spending 6,500. Tell me, tell us about that. Like what what would we get for that? Absolutely. So with that package, you're getting 18 images. You're getting a kickoff call with me and my stylist so that we're going to start the process of mapping together what you want to create, asking you questions, um, and making sure that we are building this dream session for you. And we're going to have the photo shoot day. By the way, I think I glossed over one of the earlier questions, which was like, do I have a studio? No, I don't. So I rent by the day. And that, of course, is a bit more expensive than than what everybody else is doing, right? So I don't have my own studio as yet. But yeah, we rent out a studio for them. They have access to me. I have kind of forged my way in the space that I'm in as a photographer coach. And I mean that deeply as like coaching is a very big part of my life. I love to coach. And so my clients come to me because they need extra special attention because they are terrified because they want to express themselves in ways that they're not even exactly sure about. And I help pull all of that out of them and create something spectacular. And But this session does not include any product. So this is a digital only package. I just value the hell out of it and people pay me for it. It's so amazing. Tell your stylist, are you talking hair and makeup or also clothing? Clothing. Yes, clothing. So oh, okay. yeah, I have two main packages. One is 6500 and one is 15000 And the $15,000 package includes us purchasing clothing for the day, not to keep. They can buy it from mm-hmm, us if they want mm-hmm, to. But mm-hmm. on that day, it is... And I marketed the hell out of this, Nikki. I was like, imagine showing up on the day of your photo shoot and there are six custom looks tailored to who you are waiting for you on a rack they're pressed they're steamed like you just got to show up with your bag and I had two people but I've had I've had a few people book this package but like I had a client who flew in from California and she was like I'm so glad I don't have to bring clothes with me all the clothes are going to be there and I was like yes benefits that we didn't know that we were um we were providing so they're really getting an experience where we're taking photos but because they get to work with my style 
style is they're leaving with a whole new view of themselves, of what they can wear, of how they can wear it, of how to dress themselves in the future. They're walking away with the confidence of our photo shoot together. They're walking away knowing their angles and posings that we take them through. And they're walking away with these fantastic collection of images that look and feel like who they are. So I'm super proud of these packages. That sounds like a dream. Like for as a as if I were a client, that sounds yes, like a dream to dress me. And I mean, are they giving you? I, I'm assuming there's some sort of like consultation where yes. they're saying how they want to look and color preferences, yep. like that sort of thing. Yeah. So after they meet with me, they meet with my stylist and she takes them through a long, extensive call where they go over like what they were doing. And then she's like, oh, well, you said you didn't like color, but guess what actually would be really great in your skin tone? And guess the fit for the jeans that you should actually be wearing? And guess what color combinations we can do? And it's, it's just so exciting for them. And then what we do is, is we, she sends them this beautiful mood board of, looks that have already been put together for them, right? So when we're buying them, we we do make the purchases for them. But I have had packages where we just gave them the mood board and they just click out into the links to purchase and it's so easy and super fun. But yeah, they're getting like this entire experience when it comes to the clothing that just makes it 10 times better. Wow. I feel like that is such a huge pain point for people is what to wear. Yes. I mean, I think sometimes people actually avoid booking a photo shoot because they have no idea what they're, what they're going to wear and they don't want to go shopping. They don't want to deal with it. So you are like hitting it. Not only are you making it a really fun experience and, you know, someone shopping for you and telling you what looks good on you and all of the, that thing, like it's an exciting and fun experience as well. But you're yeah. also hitting, you're like taking care of that pain point for people. Yeah, it's a big deal. And that that's really where the price increase for this year came from because I last year I started at $4,500 and that was great, but it didn't include stylist assistance. They had to purchase it separately. And so I what I thought is that if you're spending almost $5,000 with me, but you're not getting the clothing and you're still confused about what works for you, which so many of us are, especially with COVID, right? Our bodies are always changing and we, we and <laughs> shifting and, and we just don't necessarily know like where we should be at. I was like, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to not include my stylist. So my packages now, all of them have a level of touch with my stylist. And the first level with the 6,500 is is basic, but still hella informative and value-filled, right? Like they're still getting that attention on their colors and their styling and everything else. Mm-hmm. She's just not putting together the big mood board that we create for my 15K client and where we buy the clothing for. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Now, Tamale, how do you, I, I know people out there are wondering, how do you pay the stylist? Yeah, well, I just include it like I do my retoucher and everything else. So, and stylist, stylist costs vary. I've had as cheap as 500 and I've had folks pay, I, I know of a fantastic um, stylist who charges 7,500, right? Yeah, so yeah. stylists definitely vary, but there's a range and you know, you also get what you pay for too. So I, I, I found a really great range with my stylist. Right now she's around um, $850 to $1,000 and she's just fantastic to work with. So I, I love it. Mm, that's great. That's great. I think, I mean, in addition to finding someone who works in your budget with your package, do you find personality? I mean, obviously everyone who's on your team has to be of a certain mindset, of course, Absolutely. you know, but it seems yeah. like the stylist even, even more so. I don't know. 
Yeah, no, yeah. Like she has to obviously, you know, like we're trying to be current, right? So she should be mm-hmm. body sensitive and body yes. positive and like yes. all those great things. And I forgot to mention that my stylist is also here on the day of the photo shoots, oh, right? Nice. So she's there, which is such a godsend because when I'm shooting, I can definitely be scatterbrained and she will pop in and fix something that has fallen or the jewelry has turned around the wrong way. Like having her there for the small details is so, so, so fantastic. So yeah, we vibe super well together. She's also a supportive air in the in the room. And my clients love being fussed over. Like at this point, I'm helping on shoes. Yeah. She's buttoning something on, the, on their uh, jacket. And my makeup artist is dabbing on more highlighter. Like they're like, what the hell is this? It, it's, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah. That's very, that makes so much sense. I, one of my makeup artists is very stylish. She's very stylish. So I'm, yeah. I often defer to her. Like, mm-hmm. as I'm setting up the next set or whatever, you know, the backdrops, whatever, sometimes she is helping my client pick up the jewelry or whatever. And she, and she just does hair and makeup. She doesn't, you know, focus so much on picking out clothes or anything. But I love having that extra opinion. And she always shows up well-dressed and st- looking yes. like herself. And yes. so when I'm like, oh, Megan's my girl, you know, Megan's going to help <laughs> you pick out your jewelry. I mean, and Megan's right there, you know. Love so it's, it does. It adds that extra little level of service. Yeah, I really wanted to create what I needed because that that's what I needed. I don't know how to dress myself entirely, right? Like I'm at this age of like growing into myself as a woman versus like, what was I doing in my 20s? So I really just wanted to create something that felt like it was 360 taking care of the people who were coming in. And the response for it is amazing. Like even for the folks who can't afford it right away, it's on their list. Like people write me daily saying that my $15,000 package is on their list and that they are actively working towards it. And so oh, that makes me feel it. really lucky. I love it. That's so great. Yeah. Being the photographer that people want to book, because obviously there are a lot of personal branding photographers in New York. Yeah. But when you can set yourself apart in these ways, like you said, people are saving now and they have you on their list to spend 15 grand with you as a photographer. Yeah. Because you are the photographer now that these people want to book. You know, the women who are saying like you're, they, they want to book you. Yeah. Because of what you're showing. And are you now, are you including this in your marketing as well that you provide all of this? Of course. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I spend a lot of time. I like to think of my marketing as like, I'm just figuring out different ways to give them permission to have this. So like, that's literally all I do in my marketing is say, hey, it's okay to spend this much on yourself or hey, it's okay to treat yourself or hey, like, wouldn't you freaking love a day to feel like a celebrity just like Sue teaches, right? Like nothing that different. But I just look for different angles and other ways to just dig into how juicy and special this experience is. Yeah, I love that. I love it so much. So I know that you said they spend the whole day with you, right? Yes, it's a longer day, which made sense when I when I created it. It's called the VIP day. And it was because of uh, some of the branding folks, right? Because I was still doing things like portraits, but they were like, uh, you know, I need more time, I need more looks, I need more photos, mm-hmm. I need something to account for that. And I was like, well, if I do this, it would have to be at a certain level because I can't charge, you know, what was it, maybe four grand for 30 images, right? But then charge 
six grand for a hundred, which is like sometimes what we like branding folks are like, I want 50, like something like that. So the VIP day was my way of pleasing them and saying, if you want me to go all in, this is how much it'll be. I think I started at 10 and I was giving them all the images. I know I slapped myself. We we fixed that. (laughs) Um, We we (laughs) upgraded that greatly throughout the year or two of um, doing this. And now that $15,000 package is actually only includes 35 images. So, but it's like, you know, it's branding in my style, which they really want. I've somehow been able to train them into really loving what I do the way that I do it. So the fact that they're not even pressed on the image packaging, which is important. And then they can still purchase more. And I've had, I've had someone purchase more on top of the VIP day. Another thing that I really love about your marketing is, like I mentioned, is the way that you write on your website. Before, because yeah. I was I was just scrolling through and you like had me captivated with everything I was reading. Thank you. Like the way that you speak about what you do is so incredible. And it's like you give just enough information about yourself, but it's still not even really about you. It's still about the clients. Like you've done such a brilliant job at it. And I think it's really important because it's not only is it important visually to show what you do, but you know, it's important to tell people what you do as well. And you just, you do a really brilliant job at it. Yeah. I think that package only made me feel like I needed to step my game up. Um, just because sure, booking in folks at $400, I mean, at the time for me, it felt hard, but now in retrospect, right? You're like $400, $3,600 when I started, right? Like that felt like a big jump. And so I was like, I need to tell them more. I need to get them more emotionally invested up front Mm -hmm. so that they Mm -hmm. feel comfortable paying me that up front. And that's how I figured out, like, I prefer to be paid up front versus, at the sale, it lowers my level of anxiety and it allows me to be more present in the day than when I was doing, you know, yeah, the, yeah. the other way for it, right? So knowing that I was asking more of these folks up front, right, for you to say, I trust Molly with this much money up front, I decided that I had to add more words and more information and more knowledge to help connect the images to the experience and the images to what they were actually getting for the money that they were paying me up front. So that's why writing, like I'm a writer, I've always been a writer, but I knew that like, if I'm going to sell them this, right? Like if I just have my photos up there and they read $3,600, they're going to click away. (laughs) They're like, Mm -hmm. no, no image is that good, right? I mean, that's that's probably a block of mine. But for me, I was like, eh, no. But if you get on my website and you read about how transformative it is and you read the actual benefits of what this shoe is going to give you, you're like, wait a second, I never thought that I would pay this much for photos, but the way Damali does it, like, I think I will. And that's kind of what happens. It's true. It really is. It's like you leave your website feeling like, why wouldn't I do this instead of why would I? I love that. It's it's just the way you write is very powerful. And I hate to use the word convincing because I don't think it's like convince i mean yeah like of, not like uh like not like marketing. slimy sales right, yeah, no. yeah it just is really I, I can see why you have grown at the rate that you have yeah I mean, truly and full disclosure i did work with a copywriter on my website because while i'm a writer there is a certain format for websites like when yes. you get into the entrepreneurial space that's important so i've worked with two fabulous copywriters in the last few years to help fine tune that but the heart the theme the value that all does come from me yeah yeah i believe it well overall i mean i'm just excited to see where you're going to go from here i mean what what are your plans what are your goals 
That's such a great question. I think I am just working towards stabilizing. The interesting thing with being package only and starting at this rate also means that like inquiries can be lower. I hope that makes sense. Like it's not like I don't get inquiries. I do get inquiries, but I'm very upfront about my pricing. So my form now says packages start at 6,500. Are you okay with that? Right. And I've had folks check off yes and book the call. But of course, there are people who I'm sure started that form and they were like, hold on. I can't afford that right now. Right. So my inquiries are um, slower than I want it to be. So my goal this year is just to increase my marketing efforts, be better with Instagram. Right now, Facebook is my primary source of marketing. It's where I get most of my uh, clients from, but I do want to increase my IG presence and maybe a little bit of TikTok. We'll see what happens. Yeah, just like really, you know, my goal is to do three or four of those shoots a month and I'm just going to keep working on refining my message strategy and connecting with my clients like I do online and just showing them how much fun it is to not just have this photo shoot, but also how much fun it is to like spend that much money on themselves. Like I've had folks say that spending this money with me was their own form of self-care because we don't usually think that we're worth spending that much money on, right? And in a photo shoot, it's for ourselves. So I get to be someone's self-care, which is kind of fun. Yeah. And like you said, yes, there are going to be probably less people at this point that will spend 15 grand. Right. Yes. But that's OK, because we're trying to work smarter, not harder. You know, we're not trying exactly. to work our life. Well, maybe, I don't I shouldn't put words in your mouth, but, you know, like, no, but you're absolutely right. Like that is absolutely it. Like my business is really custom tailored to who I am. And I am not a person who can do a lot of shoots in the in a short time frame. I'm actually relearning that lesson because I decided to run a special in January, which I now am battling myself with because it's it's a bit too much. So it reinforces my original hypothesis, which is that three or four shoots a month at $6,500 or $15,000 is everything that I need to survive and and be good with um, how I'm running my business. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very, very cool. I'm excited for you. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. Well, thank you for sharing everything. I mean, actually, you know what? Before I go on to the la- the questions that I always ask at the end, okay. will you tell people about your lighting setup? Because you just like preserve skin tone very, very well. And a lot of people don't. I mean, it's, you know, unfortunately. So I just, you do such a nice job with your color tones and skin tones and just lighting in general. How, so what do you do? Thank you. I'm very flattered to be answering a lighting question on this podcast because <laughs> I don't think of myself as a skillful lighter. Thank you, Felix. Thank you. Thank you. I, <laughs> I really do stick to two or three setups that I learned from Felix and Laura Jade's courses, the, the fashion series and the lighting series. And for me, all I've ever done with my lighting is put my subject in front of it and try my best to make sure that they look really good. And I yeah. think that when it comes yeah. to photographing Black women in particular and women of color in particular, that some people struggle with that and they'll overlook that part. But I can't, right? Because you're not going to come to me and then feel like I shot you ashy as a Black. I can't. That's, that, that can't happen. Like I said, my emphasis is really on just making sure that the woman in front of my camera is glowing. And my lighting setups reflect that. It's very simple. My favorite setup is from Lara Jade's CoverGirl. 
Oh, she's incredible. Yeah, it's in her lighting section. Um, and it's just one light tilted down in front of the subject with two black V-flats or two white V-flats. But I use black because it is just better on black women. That contrast, that pop, it just, for me, makes it super rich and beautiful. And then we edit that naturally. And okay. I keep true to the skin tone on purpose. Like, I... Don't like to get too artsy. I do. I will sometimes. But for me, the best look is where that melanin looks like it could, it, you know, like like actual chocolate. <laughs> so yes. that's, that's kind Agreed. of how I treat it. Yeah. Yep. yep. Awesome. Well, again, thank you for sharing everything. And I just, I feel like, you're, I'm like, you're someone else for us to keep an eye on. I see you going big places. That's for sure. So very, very excited for you. Do, have you you've told your uncle about all of this? Oh, of course I have. I rub that, that $140,000 all up in his face, okay? Oh, <laughs> I was like, funny. take that. Oh, uh, I yeah, I, that. I rubbed it in my entire family's face. The, all, everyone in the room said, no, don't quit. But now they're very grateful that I did. I do hope that people from the fashion industry also take note, you know, with what you were told and just yeah. in general what is often experienced. That would be nice. You know, with, <laughs> yeah. So they're working on it, but it's going to be a long, weird road. Fashion has so many issues that they've got to work on. So I we'll know. see what happens. I know. I know. All right. Well, I do have some other questions to ask you that I always ask at the end of each episode. And the first one is, what can you, what can't you live without when you're doing a photo shoot? Ooh, what can't I live without when I'm doing a photo shoot? Can I say like my actual lights? Like I I've had to like train myself to check for actual natural light setup because I I started this in my apartment where there was no light. So I'm just so used to shooting with my lights now that not having my lights sometimes feels unnatural. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you use a specific brand of light? Yeah, I use Godox, which was there for me when I was broke. So I'm hanging yeah. out with them for a while. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I used the same camera for years and years and years. And I finally just upgraded. What'd you get? I got the uh, R6. Ah, I debated between the R5 and 6. And Michelle Salentano, I interviewed her about um, on on, um, SBE. Well, the portrait system powered by SBE now. Mm -hmm. I had to, or we talked about Canon cameras. Okay. And I don't know, she just talked me to the R6 instead of the R5 when I was listening to her. So I was like, all right, that's what I'm getting. I don't need the R5. R6 is good. <laughs> Love it. I can't wait to go mirrorless. What do, you, what do you shoot with? I shoot on my Nikon uh, D750. I've had it since I, I've had it for the last four years and it's time for an upgrade. It's starting to tinker out a bit from use. So I'm, I'm either going to go Nikon mirrorless or do a full swap to Sony. Those are my, my hopes. Yeah. All great options. Yeah. I actually started, my husband had a Nikon D80. I married into Nikon at the beginning. I had no nice. idea what I was doing when I looked at the thing. I'm like, oh, there's so many <laughs> buttons and like, I don't even know. And yeah. then I used that briefly. And then that my first like purchase myself was a Nikon 750. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's my old wow. faithful there. Getting, getting me through with these sales. We love it. Oh yeah, for sure. It's yeah. awesome. Very cool. Okay. Uh, next question. How do you spend your time when you're not working? 
I love TV. That's my number one thing. I love books. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, I went to school for TV. So I'm obviously very obsessed with TV and movies. And I write. I, you know, I want to write a book. There are so many other things outside of photography that I have my eyes on. I'm a very multi-passionate person. So I am doing my best to channel other passions when I'm not doing photography so I don't burn out in my photography. Yeah, yeah. That makes so much sense for sure. Because yeah. you can burn out. Like it yeah. is real, very real. So yeah. that's great. Okay, number three is, what is your favorite inspirational quote? So my favorite quote is um, one from the great Lisa Nichols, who I heard this in one of her interviews. And she said that when she wakes up, she likes herself so that you don't have to. And so that is like my favorite thing of reminding myself that I need to validate Damali first before I ever look to anybody else to do so. Mm -hmm. So that, that's one of my favorites. I love that. I've never heard that quote, but it, yeah, I'm, I'm so glad you said it because it is <laughs> so true. Very cool. It's a good one. Okay. And then number four is what would you say to people who are just getting started? I would say like, give yourself fully to it. Like it's uncomfortable. It's hard you will cry, but so is living the mundane life that you're sick of too. So the thing that worked the best for me was just keep, you know, picking myself back up over and over again. And the other thing I'm going to say is, is get support, like get support, pay for mm -hmm. the subscriptions, pay for the coaches. I have worked with so many coaches and so many service providers that have helped me get to a place where I can free flowingly choose to charge what I charge. And that doesn't happen in a day or a month, right? That takes months and months and months and years of uh, reinforcing what it is that you do in the world. So find help and ask for help in any way that you can and, and pay for that help. Because I look at it now, like when I invest in other people, I'm investing in myself and my quick growth, I think is because I openly spent so much money investing with other people. We're slowing it down now <laughs> because <laughs> Damali a few years ago was so hungry that she just charged it all. But it was so worth the growth that I've been able to experience because of it. It helped me grow and stretch in ways that I would not have without it. Yeah. Very, very wise advice. Thank you, Damali. Thank you for having me, Nikki. Yeah, this was so great. This was so great. I and again, you have a great voice, and you didn't say um like one time. Oh, <laughs> you're just I you're really, I'm... really a great speaker as well. I'm just like picturing you on stages at like WPPI, and you know, I don't know. I just I just feel like you have a lot, a lot to share with the world, and you know, just representing. BIPOC folks is just Thank just everything you. everything about what you do is is really incredible and and I love your energy so yeah thank you very much thank you so much I would love to be on some stages so we'll, we'll see where I end up let's go <laughs> yeah yeah well Sue actually after you um spent a weekend with Sue she was like you have got to interview Damali and I was like uh, done and done <laughs> so Best yeah. weekend of my life, I must say. Um, wow. So awesome. She's great. And I'm so glad that I had the opportunity to connect and do this. I'm really, really, really appreciative of the platform and what y'all have built. It's been it's just so life-changing, honestly. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yay. Thank you so much for listening to the Portrait System Podcast. Your five-star reviews really help us to continue what we do. So if you like listening, would you mind giving us a review wherever you listen? 
I also encourage you to head over to SueBriceEducation.com where you can find all of the education you need to be a successful photographer. There are over 1,000 on-demand educational videos on things like posing, lighting, styling, retouching, shooting, marketing, sales, business, and self-value. There's also the 90-day startup challenge plus so many downloads showing hundreds of different poses. We have to-do checklists for your business, lighting PDFs, I mean truly everything to help make you a better photographer and to make you more money. Once again, that's SueBriceEducation.com.